Hi, I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Welcome to another show. I appreciate you coming in, listening. I want to say happy new year, each and every one of you. We're getting ready to close out and to enter into a brand new year. Where are you finding yourself today, closing out 2018 and entering into 2019? How often have you heard, let's not start the new year like we ended the old year? We hear a lot of that. A lot of people are going into the new year just the way they went into 2018. A lot of people are desiring change, but they're not doing anything to change. A lot of people are ending relationships because God is moving them into higher planes for him. And everybody is not qualified to sit on the front row of your life. Can I say that again? Everybody is not qualified to sit on the front row of your life. You have to make some hard decisions. You have to make some decisions that's going to move you from yesteryear to the future. So what I want to talk about in today's podcast is MLM and God in 2019. That is a very interesting topic but one that needs to be addressed because so many people are entering into so many different careers opportunities business opportunities i've been a part of a lot of business opportunities let me say this independent means just that you are independent and when you get with a company that desires for you to give up most of your time for them, that's not independent. Independent means that you work for yourself. You work when you want to work. You work because you want to work, not because you have to work. That's the joy of being an independent contractor or an independent agent or an independent entrepreneur. That's what it's about. But today we want to talk about something that everybody seems to, no, no, I'm not going to say everybody, but I'm going to say a lot of people are involved in multi-level marketing structures, multi-level businesses. It, it's, it's the thing. But here, let's address it from a biblical sense. The Bible does not address multi-level marketing or MLM specifically. But, you know, it does give some general principles that are applicable. And those are the things that we want to talk about today. Yes, it's going to be an interesting show because if you are involved in network marketing or MLM marketing, you really want to pay attention to this podcast. Take time when you are looking for a business opportunity, when you're looking for a job, when you're looking for a career in anything, thoroughly research 
the company and pray about the opportunity. This is one thing that I really appreciate about my wife because she and I were very successful in network marketing, in multi-level marketing. She was a Cadillac director in Mary Kay years ago. She was very successful in that. She was working with a lot of other industries and very successful. And as with myself, I was successful in what my endeavors were in network marketing, multi-level marketing, you know, to a point. But there comes a time when you get burnt out recruiting, you get burnt out. And there's going to be some debate on this because there are those hardcore recruiters. There are those that are hardcore multi-level marketers. There are those that are hardcore network marketing. I don't have anything against them. I don't have anything against the structure of building a business, building a team. I'm talking to those of you that are going into 2019 looking for a business opportunity. Let's look at it from a spiritual point of view. Because before becoming involved in any multi-level marketing business, investigate the company in detail. I cannot stress that enough. Review the startup cost. How much does it cost to get started? Ask to see the company's income disclosure statements. There's nothing wrong with that. If they hem-ha and give you all kind of excuses, you, you need to check to make sure that's where you want to go. If they don't show you income disclosure statements, ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. And the company that you want to get involved in should not have a problem in answering those questions. There's a lot of things that we ask questions, you know, because we have a lot of friends that want us to get involved in certain network marketing companies and multi-level marketing companies because of what we bring to the table. That's not bragging. It's because of what God has done for us and we trust God in being successful in everything that we do. So ask questions. Get all your answers that you're looking for and understand the job description, the expenses that come along with that. Are there expenses? You know, I was looking at a particular company and it looked good. It seemed like it fit the model that we were looking for. But the expenses, there were so many expenses. It's like, wow, you know, how how is it that you're going to make money with all the expenses, the monthly expenses that are attached to that business opportunity. And then you need to look at the responsibilities. What type of responsibilities are you going to have in that particular company? It is easy to get caught up, you know, the hype of a sales pitch. You know, I have guys that they want to talk about mostly the people that are doing great in the company. You know, that's fine and dandy, but what are you doing? I don't want to hear about the six-figure income earners, the multi-stream income earners. I want to hear about what you're doing. Give me your truth. How are you doing? That's what I want to hear, your personal testimony. I don't want to hear about the rubies. I don't want to hear about all of those that are already successful. It's good. To, okay, that's good in its, in its place. But how do you think you're going to do in that business? How are you doing in that business? Don't come at me trying to recruit me because of someone else. Recruit me because of you. If I'm going to follow you, I'm going to follow you because of who you are, not because of someone else and what they're doing, because their, their tactics, their way of doing things might not be honest, might not be the way I want to follow a leader, especially if they're not biblical and they're not spiritual. I'm not going to follow that leader because the morals aren't going to be the same. So you need to understand 
your responsibility in that business. It is easy, as I said, to get caught up in all the hype. Don't get caught up in the hype. Take a step back and look at all the information and then review that information. Don't be quick to get sucked into the money. Ask someone you trust for wise counsel. And this is the biblical side of this. Proverbs 12, 15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. You need to seek wise counsel. And you also need to consider how the Bible's command to not be yoked together with unbelievers is very important. That comes from 2 Corinthians 6.14. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness. That might apply. Now, I'm not saying that you can't work with those that aren't Christians because we live and work in a very sinful world and everybody that we come in contact are not going to be Christians. So you take that with a grain of salt. I'm not going to teach that doctrine. Oh, you can't work with people that aren't saved. Well, go live in a monastery and work with everybody that's in a monastery. How about that? The Bible says you can know a tree by its fruit. So while this principle specifically concerns being able to identify false teachers, you know, as in Matthew 12, 33, where he says, either make the tree good and its fruit good or make the tree bad and its fruit bad for the tree is known by its fruit. What are they saying? Are they producing what they are saying? I tell people, I don't judge you. I'm a fruit inspector. For me to tell you the truth is not judging you. If I go outside in the backyard and I have a peach tree and I see apples on that peach tree and I say, that's an apple tree. That's not a peach tree. I'm not judging that tree. I'm going by what I see as a fact that those are apples on a peach tree. And it's not a peach tree. It's an apple tree. So when you tell people the truth, the first thing they say is, oh, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Why is it that I'm judging you because I'm telling you the truth? I'm a tree inspector. I'm a fruit inspector. You say that you're an apple tree and I see peaches. That's not judging. That's stating a fact. So here, the Bible says, even in this, you are known by what you are producing. Its application extends beyond that. According to a Federal Trade Commission report, only 1% of multi-level marketing participants earn a profit. Realistically, expectations are a must. That's the Federal Trade Commission. You need to investigate any associations the company has with religious groups. Some independent distributors within multi-level businesses are affiliated with cults. Others feed into the word of faith movement using unbiblical techniques such as visualization and the power of positive thinking as part of their motivational training. So be very careful in what you're listening to and who's motivating you. You need to investigate whether the multi-level marketing company is legitimate or if it is a pyramid scheme. 
you can tell the difference. It's very slick in how they put it together, but you can tell if the money you earn is based on your sales, the company may be a legitimate business. But if your earnings are based on the number of people you recruit and your sales to them, the company may be a pyramid scheme. And that's illegal. Christians are not to participate in illegal ventures. If your inner spirit is speaking to you in regards to the business opportunity and you have doubts, you need to step back and take a look at it. One ounce of doubt and you should be out. Also, you need to investigate if the products for sale by the multi-level marketing are safe and reasonably priced. I've seen items that was ridiculously priced. $1,000 for this and $1,000 for that. I'm like, that's not worth $1,000. And the point of it was the merchandise that they were selling really wasn't worth what they were selling it for. And the reason why it was so high was so that the agent or the distributor could make more commission. Make sure the company's claim have truthful evidence to back them up. Is what they're saying the truth? Can it be backed up by facts? A lot of companies will blow smoke and mirrors just to recruit people. If the company is promising miracle products or quick cures, that right there should be avoided. There's no miracle products. There's no quick cures. God is the healer of all, yes. So pay attention to what you're getting involved in. Pay attention to the people that you're getting involved in. Let me give you four aspects of moving forward in business next year, in multi-level network marketing, whatever it is, or any other business structure. It doesn't necessarily have to be multi-level marketing. It's any business opportunity that you're looking at. Number one is check your motivation. What's your motivation? Some multi-level marketing companies promise high income and rewards for little effort of money. That right there, look at that. What is your motivation? Is it for high income and rewards for little effort or money? Your motivation should be more than simply making money. I know that statement right there is a cardinal sin in network marketing and multi-level structured businesses. However, Hebrews 13 Five and six says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Proverb warns us about the desire to make quick money. Proverbs 12 and 11 says, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. While employers should reasonably compensate for labor, Luke 10 and 7 says, and remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, 
for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Our primary focus should not be on what we receive because as Christians, our lives focus on giving should also be reflected in our chosen occupation in which we seek to give to others through our work. Is that business opportunity focused on giving rather than receiving so many bonuses, so many rewards with little effort? Be content with what you have. Now, I'm not going to preach to you about, oh, the love of money is, is evil. Yes, the love of money in aspect of greed is evil. But you need money in order to survive in today's society. You can't go down to the electric company and say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, because they're going to look at you crazy. No, they want their bill paid. So it takes money. And they say it takes money to make money. Yes, that, that works. You know, if you're in the investment field, it takes money to make money. But there are risks involved. The second thing is your giftedness and talent should be pursued. Are you pursuing your giftedness? Are you pursuing your talents? Or are you just working and trying to get over the quick way? Are you looking for a quick way out? You're just trying to make a fast dollar because of the glamour that's behind it. You know, you want to be rewarded. You want to be on stage. You want to be the top producer. You want to be the top recruiter. Now, there's nothing wrong with that in aspects of doing it the right way. Because both spiritually and physically, God gifts us with abilities. He gifts you with spiritual abilities and he gifts you with physical abilities. He also intends for us to use all of our abilities on behalf of other people, not solely for our own gain. Acts 20, 35 says, in all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said it is more blessed to give than receive. We are also told to consider others better than ourselves. Philippians 2 and 3 says, Do nothing from selfish ambitions or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. If you enjoy sales, and there's nothing wrong with getting into sales, and the responsibilities of the job fit within your skill set, then work on developing your skills and use them for God's glory, whether that be through the traditional business model, self-employment, or through multi-level marketing. If it's something that is giving God the glory, and I tell people I'm not going to get involved with an opportunity that's going to check my morals at the door. I'm like, wait, no, if it's not giving God one credit, if it's two, if it's cheating and lying and deceiving people in how I, I represent the company, no, I'm not going to be involved in that. I'm sorry. You have to stand up for what is right or you'll fall for everything that is wrong. You know, people have 
advertisements out there that are deceiving people. They read one thing, and then when the agent get in the house, they look at them like, well, wait a minute. This isn't right. This isn't what the ad says. And then they force them into buying. And that's that's crazy to me. Why are you going to force people to buy what you have? If they don't want it, they don't want it. Walk away. Stop strong-arming people to buy your, your products. Yes, they may need it. However, they may not want it from you. Take it as such to walk away. Go and help someone else. And see, that's where sell tactics are being undermined today. Sell tactics are using trickery and deceit in order to make a sale. Stop lying to people. Stop strong-arming people to buy your product and services. They should come to you. They should want your business. They should want the services. This is why so many people that are in sales that have chargebacks in their business because, one, they lie to them. They deceive them. They're not giving them what they want, and they're forcing them to buy. So what do you think they're going to do? They're going to cancel on you. That's why you have so many chargebacks in certain businesses. Stop lying to the people that you work with. Stop lying to the people that you work for. Stop lying to the people that you're giving business to. Pursue your giftedness and your talents. That should be a high level on your business scale. Is to pursue what God has gifted you with and what you're talented in. Go after that. God will open the door financially for you. He'll make a way for you. Trust him. Know that he will do what he says. The third thing is you will lose your friends. In a lot of these business opportunities, you're going to lose your friends because every time you turn around, you're in a different business opportunity. You're always, always telling them about another business opportunity. When business and friendships collide, it is often a sign of trouble ahead. You have to remember that friendships are more important than making an extra sale. Stop selling your friends and your family on every single thing that you get involved in. Unless your friends are also successful in the same business, they probably don't want to hear about your business each time you meet. If a friend says no when you pitch them, respect that. If they're not interested in what you have or your business opportunity, it's okay. Still be friends and love them. And it's the same thing as a business or a financial venture. The Christian's responsibility is to obey the Lord's command that we love one another. John 13, 34. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Just as I've loved you, you also are the love one another. Paul's plea here is to do nothing out of selfishness and ambition or vain conceit. That's Philippians 2 and 3. Do nothing from selfish ambitions or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. And the last one, number four, just say no. It's okay. Not everyone is skilled as a salesperson or social media expert. You see a lot of people on social media considering themselves experts in this and experts in that. Let me show you how to make millions of dollars on social media. Let me show you how to make million dollars of this, that, and the other. Sell this product and make buku money. Not everybody is skilled to be a salesperson or a social media 
expert, nor do they desire to be. And that's okay. Don't be pressured to join a business that you aren't skilled in or don't want to participate in. Don't feel guilty about not joining your friend's business opportunity. And you shouldn't be made to feel guilty about that either. There is nothing illegal about most multi-level marketing companies. Let me, let me put that out there. There's nothing illegal about most multi-level marketing companies. There are a lot of great multi-level marketing companies out there. When I was in the travel industry, I loved the travel industry. Loved it because it was something that I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed traveling. But not every business opportunity is a good fit for everyone. This is why we do recruit. This is why you recruit. This is why you look for new people. But don't pressure people just because you're trying to make a quota. Don't pressure people because you need to make a sale. Stop pressuring people that are not skilled because you're going to spend more time trying to convert them into who you are instead of who they are. Pray and ask God for wisdom before you launch into a new business opportunity. That need to be repeated. Pray and ask God for wisdom before you launch into a new business opportunity. James 1 and 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. This is one thing you need to understand. It's okay to say no. MLM and God, when you start a new business opportunity, take God with you. If you don't know the Lord and you would like to know the Lord and you would like to have a relationship with him to be able to make wise decisions, here's an opportunity right now. You can receive Christ into your life. And from this moment on, you can start seeking wise counsel from the Lord and those that are Christians, those that are saved, those that are believers can help you in your decision in any business venture that you're looking to go into, especially if they're successful. That's what you want to look for. Successful Christians that are already successful in their business and ask them. There's nothing wrong with asking questions because you want to know. You can accept Christ today and know that he will be with you from now on, that any business opportunity that you want to be in, you can ask and pray, God, is this the right decision that you want me to make? Is this the right business you want me to be in? Is this the right course you want me to take? God, is this the right direction that I should be going? You now can ask God to help you with every decision. And I'm going to pray for you. And you can pray this prayer as well. Go back and listen to this podcast for this prayer and pray that God will open your understanding and know that the direction that you're going is the direction that he wants you to go. Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting that I am a sinner in need of rescuing. Right now, I choose to turn away from my sin, and I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I believe that your son, Jesus, is the Christ. He died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead 
so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him. I call upon the name of Christ Jesus and confess him to be my Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I choose to follow you and I ask you to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare right now that I am a child of God. I am free from sin and full of the righteousness of God. And I believe that I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, I welcome you to the family of God. Please write to me and share your story of faith today at lifeswordministry at gmail.com. And before I leave, I want to pray for you that 2019 will be your year of success, your year of new business ventures, and your year of new business opportunities, those that will be profitable to you and your family. And you take God with you and know that he will open all doors for you. Father, we pray for those that are entering into the 2019 season, looking for a business opportunity, looking for a job. I pray that you bless them now. I pray that you open the doors for them. I pray that you release a financial blessing in their life. Help them be successful. Bless their finances. Bless their home. Bless their families. I pray in the name of Jesus and I declare success in their household. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. This concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.